Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Score North Winter Online Auction. It's your chance to save up to 70% off on items. Like a gas furnace or water heater from Air Mechanical. Stealth trailer from Pleasureland RV. A five-night all-inclusive golf vacation to the Dominican Republic from Escape With Us Vacations. Or an ultimate yard maintenance package from Tri-State Bobcat. Bidding begins December 9th through the 15th. Go to scorenorth.com keyword auction to bid, win, and save. That's scorenorth.com keyword auction. It's okay, Pat. Your your glasses and Judd's glasses, oh, they're all glaring the same on this new platform here. Um, mm-hmm. We always uh, catch up with Patrick here three days a week on uh, Mackie and Judd. You can also find now, as of this week, you can find all of our conversations with Patrick on the Roycey Unchained podcast feed as well. Um, so a little pecking so order. How are we doing this? Just for my own information. So we got the big old Unchained, and then these little conversations are, can be found there also. Yep, people, as of this Beautiful. week, can now find all of Patrick Royce's commentary, the long-form Unchained, and the, uh, the 15, 20, 25-minute segments with us on the Royce Unchained podcast feed and okay. all the other places that YouTube as well. Score on the YouTube all channel. All right, beautiful. Uh, Judd and I had a pretty good Unchained yesterday, I thought. We were we got close to Unchained a couple of times. Got off the well, rails I, a little bit. I feel like Vikings fans are getting close to un- This is what I was going to bring up to you to start the show. So uh, on our pecking order, we like to rank things on Mackie and Judd, and I am going to rank the most beleaguered Vikings coordinators in history. <laughs> And I was going through the old Jerry Burns clip, less, uh, not less Steckel, um, Bob Schnelker. Yes. And uh, at the end of the press conference, yeah. you threw another grenade out there from the, the gallery. You know, hey, what, uh, you know, what started this? What, what, what no, got you no, on him? I said they put his picture on, they put his, yeah. put his image up on the scoreboard. That got him rolling again. And they bow so up. It was great. I was very proud of that. Uh, nothing, why, no why, did they put his, why did they put his image up? Uh, I guess they just happened to show him on the sidelines and they just went nuts. That's when they went completely crazy. Uh, is Ed, Where is Ed Donatel on a scale of, you know, one to uh, that day with Bob Schnelker? Where is Ed Donatel? Oh, no, he's 10% of that, 10%. Although... If if they show him on Sunday or Saturday and they're getting beat, they probably get him booed. It, but uh, uh, what was Burnsy's? What was the Vikings' record when they when the Schnelker thing? Exploded? Six and three. Six and three. Okay, 
I guess we hate them more when their teams are winning, the coordinators, than when they're losing, right? Yes, because the coordinator is holding you back from greatness in that moment. That's why. That's true. This uh, This is phenomenal. This could be the most surprising 10 and 3 team in Viking history, right? Yeah. We, I mean, I have to go back and look, but I've never been more surprised to see a Viking team 10 and 3 than this one. And we're mad. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We're mad at Donatel. Now, he's an interesting character. Uh, but I, I don't think it's worth all the venom here that we're uh, we're working up for one thing. Uh, one thing he's plagued by not having good players. <laughs> That's one of his problems, right? The the middle of the line is who are these guys? I mean, Tomlinson's hurt, and when he does play, he's not what he was supposed to be, and uh, they're not very good in the back end. So you know, but I I, I you know he's he's had some flaws, but to to vilify anybody involved in a ten and three season, the guy we should be mad at is a, is the extra point kicker, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it is amazing. I have always said though, the greatest invention in NFL coaching history is the first guy in the nineteen fifties, late fifties, who decided. I'm not going to just call these guys my defensive assistant and my offensive assistant. I'm going to call them my coordinator. So then the fans can scream at them and not me (laughs) for having this train wreck. And then we're going to get to fire one of these guys before they fight. They got to go through the process. First, they fire the coordinator. And then if that doesn't fix it, yeah. I'm not coordinating the offense. He's coordinating the offense. And special teams got thrown on at some point within like the last 15 years. So somebody said, you know what? Special Special teams, teams. I'm taking too much heat for this. You're my coordinator. Clock management coordinator. Coach, you're really bad at clock management. Oh, well, we need a new coordinator, it looks like. (laughs) I love the special teams coordinator. Go out there and make that kick. Come on. (laughs) Hey, snapper, you snap it to him and he goes like that. And then you kick, come on, let's go. Come on, straighten this out. Somebody, somebody on VetLine <laughs> observed that the Lions actually, they huddled sort of oddly right before the fake punt. Yeah. And you know, it was just like a guy who was four beers deep who called in on VetLine. He's like, you know, that seems like a red flag when, you know, <laughs> the, the punt team is huddling beforehand. Why? What are they talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, don't we all? Don't we always suspect that it could be a fake punt? I mean, isn't that doesn't isn't that in the thinking at all points that okay, somebody make sure they don't run a fake here, right? I somebody, would think that that would be one about, of the the top two checklist items. Yeah, don't jump off sides and watch for the need, fake. Need about two spies here, right? Two, three spies. Not everybody running in, yeah. trying to block a kick that never gets blocked. You never get blocked, right? How how many punts did the Vikings block this year? They block one. Have they oh, blocked, they have a block I don't think yet. they have. No. Yeah. yeah. What's the what's the point? You know what? Don't even rush them. Let them punt. Who cares? If you know, back in the days when Bud's boys used to block twelve extra points and eight punts, it made a little out on the mush out in Med Stadium. It made a little difference. Well, you could hit those guys too, Pat. Back yeah. then, you could. Uh, 
yeah, take yeah, one yeah, out, yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, there was none of this running into the diving kicker <laughs> or stuff that, you know. They, they won one game, right, because uh, idiots hit the toe of that big lout, Ryan Wright. And Ryan, yeah. is that his name? Yeah, that's, yeah. He should be playing left tackle, by the way. He weighs about 290, doesn't he? He runs down on every punt. He's just looking to lay the wood. He kind of <laughs> hopes that a punt returner gets by the gunners, you know. So he but, can just lay the wood. He's got a great gut, at, though. Don't insult a good beer gut for a punter. That's I like a good that. point, though. Uh, a, that one might be an interesting to uh, to rate the rate the vilified coordinators. Who who we had? And I'll give you. Them. I'll give you the the list okay. later today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's all done and ready. Oh, okay. Good. Beautiful. I haven't unveiled it yet, so I don't want to. Okay. You know, I don't okay. want to give anything <laughs> away here. Okay. You'll, uh, I'm, I'm trying to. Go back to you know we didn't have the guts to get get mad at any of Bud's guys I don't think because he only had five coaches or something when he first started yeah Jerry off. Burns was was a great coordinator for so yeah. yes yeah Schnelker's definitely number one though because it's just uh, Burns he made him a legend but uh, but he was getting vilified and uh, it, it was it was uh, really rather odd. It'll, it's interesting. Who would uh, so in the, in that game? By the way, the the Viking it was Vikings Rams, yeah. and it was a twenty one to twenty one game going into overtime. The Vikings had twenty one points, all field goals. Rich Carlos, yeah, seven field goals with barefoot kicker Rich Carlos, yeah, and five of the seven field goals were from like twenty nine yards and in or something. <laughs> so they were in the deep red, as they would say. And they settled for for five field goals in the deep red zone, and then they wound up blocking a punt, I think. And they won the game with a like a like a Keith Millard blocked punt safety or something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's funny that we had a book signing last night at Louis, the only place we ever have one, Louis Restaurant out there in Tavern Twenty Three. And some guy came, and, and he was obviously an older fellow, but he was a buddy of Birdsey because he lived near near him out there we started telling Bursey stories uh took a while in the line because uh we we started sharing Bursey stories my favorite is still his his new brother his new son-in-law was gonna be a, his, his one of his daughters was marrying an Iranian guy you know a guy from Iran um, you know or maybe even a descent I don't think he was from there but yeah uh, Bursey was she he's a great guy I met him at a uh, funeral ceremony for Birdsey, and everybody loves the guy. But his he he called somebody in when she was your engagement announcement said, "Hey, hey, the, correct me if I'm wrong here, but aren't we at a war with Iran?" <laughs> you know, Birdsey said, "Yes." Yes, Jerry, but not specifically your soon-to-be son-in-law, Bertie. <laughs> just, just we're we're mad at the Ayatollah, not your son. You're not waging war no, in personally on no, the United not, States of America. Maybe there were war restrictions against marrying a guy from there or something. Uh, what a beauty! He was the greatest. Did he? So in that in that famous the the five minute press conference, the Schnelker press conference, he drops about thirty f bombs. Oh, was that a was that a common thing for him in all press conferences, or no, was it just that no, one? No, he was he would be careful once in a while, but not. He not, he no, left the good. podium in a rage, and then he and he paused for a second, oh, and good. you heard him you heard him say, 
effers. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> that was the best walk-off yeah. ever. He'd be fired so fast now it would make your head spin. The next day he'd be out. Yeah. Rich Nestle, the uh, camera guy, the photographer, the late great photographer from Channel 11, had had that thing all preserved. You know, I think he's the source. I mean, everybody was filming it, but I don't know if everybody filmed the whole thing. But he was kind of the source of what became the video there. And they, the Channel 11 people told me he came he came back. He was so excited he could hardly control himself. He said, "You gotta hear this! You gotta hear this!" It was because it wasn't like the you know it wasn't the, the Vikings weren't sending it out on some website or something. It was not, <laughs> yeah, you, Vikings.com. <laughs> you, you had to have you had to have the uh, one of the TV stations you know put up some kind of a video and I don't even know where you put it up back then just in the, you know that was 90 what was 80 89 89 yeah so I mean we didn't have the technology we had but wouldn't have been great if we had a live Viking post-game press conference uh, that we were sending out over Vikings that could have been on the, fl- on the flagship radio station but <laughs> yeah. You'd be out of work by six o'clock. Like you'd be fired instantly. But 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 Pat, the greatest thing is the YouTube rabbit hole that is meltdowns by coaches oh, yes. and managers. Like if you want to have some fun, oh my gosh, they I don't think- exist anymore though, right? It's when's the last time you had a really good one in the last oh, a long time, five or ten years? Yeah, long time yeah. since a true like in meltdown. pro sports, college guys will meltdown. Yeah. Well, dead. Uh, Spin when they were still Deadspin, right? When they before they became a sanitized Deadspin, did a the so it would have been 2018. When did Deadspin change? Right around then, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. I think it was, some guy called me from Deadspin, and they were they'd done something on somebody else's rant, and that guy ran across this one, and he said, "This is the most underrated." Bernsey's rant is the most underrated nationally yep. rant of all because you get, you know, you get uh, uh, playoffs, you get the Mora one all the time, and you get the, and you get, oh. I'm a man, few, I'm 40 from Mike Gundy. Yeah, Lasorda, a few from Lasorda. Uh, you, you get Lee Ely, one with the about the, about the Country bleepers who come don't have jobs and don't come to Cubs game. He's ripping all the Cubs fans for being at the game. <clears throat> That's probably the most famous one. But uh, Bernsey's was uh, very underrated. But Deadspin did a big piece on it. They give Bernsey some of the recognition he deserved. Damn it. So yeah. Anyway, that was. But the uh, court. I'm, I'm anxious to see your coordinator list. So that'll be because yeah. it'll, it'll remind me of some guys. I'm sure. Pat, my, my Twitter timeline right now is a steady stream of Mike Leach quotes. So Mike Leach passed away this morning. And uh, here's one. Mike Leach on golf. And there's a video clip to go along with it. Golf's pretty much for people that don't swear effectively enough or who need practice at swearing. And so there are people that need golf. I don't think I do. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, you know, Mason has some great stories about being with him in New York before the Insight Bowl, which ended up getting Mace fired. That's right. Uh, about, uh, you know, when he, they show up at NASDAQ in the morning, Leach has been out all night, <laughs> shows up in the same clothes they had when they left him after dinner at 8.30 <laughs> at the night. 
And then he says, guns up, and everybody hits the floor in New York. They think somebody came in with a gun. And he's got a couple other stories about him. Uh, but, you know, he could be a evil guy, too, man. He uh, he liked the whiskey. And, uh, you know, the reason Tracy Clay's left there, Tracy Clay's became his defensive coordinator basically because Tracy's last game with the Gophers was that Holiday Bowl where he shut down that Washington State team. And then he got fired, and they brought him in two years. Not that year, but the next year, right? Two years later. And I think Clay's was the national assistant coach of the year, one of the three finalists or something. Well, the next year they had a couple of bad games. And Leach calls him up at 2 o'clock in the morning and calls with every foul word in the book. And uh, Clay's went back home. Clay's, wow. Clay's just quit without taking the buyout. He, you know, Tracy's independently wealthy. He's a big stock investor. He's a mathematical genius. And uh, and Clay's said, I don't need this. And just he didn't even wait for his buyout or getting fired. or anything. He didn't fire him. He just screamed at him in, in a probably an over-served foul-mouthed manner at you know, the middle of the night. So he could, that was the other side of him too. Yeah. But I talked to him, I think I got him on the phone once, maybe to write a Clay's column after that first year. I don't know, but I got him on the phone. He was, he's a, he's a very odd, but, uh, but uh, he's a character. That whole thing about planning a wedding was uh, that that bit of planning a wedding. Then he's also got the one on there, but, their fat little girlfriends telling them they're great players, you know, which he wouldn't get away with today. Probably that was what seven, eight years ago, six years ago, maybe. I saw one where some some report they had won a game or so they they blew somebody out and they're on SEC Network. I think they blew out Vanderbilt or something. We knew that Mississippi State. And the reporter asked him a question. I think about like what's your post game celebration? I mean, he went on a two minute, just not rant, but like a two minute monologue about his favorite candy. Yes, and yeah. and uh, there's you know, he loves the soft, he loves the sweet and sour, but then he loves yeah. almond joy, and it's like like a two minute answer. <laughs> yeah, well, he ended up getting fired by the Texas Tech because Craig James claimed that he locked his in a shed in a shed. In yeah. shed. Yeah, yeah. His son was claiming to be sensitive to light because he'd gotten injured or something. So to save him from being sensitive to light, he put him in a shed. So uh, just trying to help. He's just trying yeah. to help. That ended up getting him fired. Nothing like a nice shed. Yeah, I think he'd, uh, you know, he'd gotten a little. You know what was amazing? When he's working at Washington State, he had his home was in Key West. And he would basically leave after their bowl game. And he'd do a little bit of recruiting. But he'd spend most of his time. He was Zooming before Zoom existed. He was down for Weeks he'd be down in uh, in his far away. You're going from Pullman, Washington to Key West. That's a that's yeah. a pretty good commute. I, I think the Washington State had a private plane for him and all that stuff. But he was, you know, he was not there three four months a year. He was not in in uh, Pullman. He had I don't uh, so. But he's a character, and they're sorely missed. And by the way, I I campaigned for him when before Fleck or before 
before somebody. Uh, I, I think it was. I think it was before Fleck. I yeah. wanted to get him in here to just to liven things up, you know. But in the long run, it probably wouldn't have served as well. Coyle would would not have approved, Patrick. Oh no, well, Mark Coyle wouldn't have taken that well the first time he did something. No, no, that was uh, yeah. It, 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 you you got to be an AD with you got to be desperate. Plus, you got to be. I mean, he he belongs in the South, right? I mean, the SEC, where you can talk about fat little girlfriends and stuff like that. You know, where you, you yeah, no one really complains about uh, no, some of that stuff there. No, south of the Mason Dixon line, you know. And he did okay. I think he was only there about three years, three or four. Three or four, I don't know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was too bad. Boy, it was a must have been a bad one, huh? He said he had brain damage. They must, it must, they must have been deciding whether to take him off life support yeah. or not the last yeah. couple of days. Somebody asked him. Here's another clip. Somebody asked him, "Hey, when people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered?" And he answered, "Well, that's their problem. They're the one writing the obituary. What do I care? <laughs> I'm dead." <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's yeah. He was. Uh, he was. It seemed to me he was always looking about a way to make it sound like a dumb question, unless he got into it. And then if he got into it and he could ramble, you know, O'Connell yesterday, I was reading his. I didn't hear it, but I was reading his long, long, elaborate, saying nothing answer on the defense, right? And we're yeah. going to get more grab, blah blah blah. And I think Leach had the same technique. Except in a different manner, but the the you know you got a twenty minute press conference, and if you ramble about something for six minutes, then you only got to answer four questions, right? Five questions. That's what Favre did. Yeah, yeah, Favre was. He would just keep going. Of course, Favre. The what is the when he came back? Isn't the wasn't the official count? He was asked eight questions, and he asked himself thirty-four. Yeah, oh god, yeah. Yeah. Now, do I do I still have it? Maybe. Uh, He's not giving many press conferences these days, though. No, No. he's not. No, he's he's not. He it's probably for the best. From trouble, he was a great guy to cover. He was a great quarterback, but he's a bad human being. (laughs) I think he's a bad human being. Yeah, he's always he's, he's huh. That Packers team had some bad people on it in retrospect. Darren oh, Sharper. Yeah. yeah. Your guy, Brett My Favre. Guy. Hell of a good morning guest <laughs> until until we found out those hotel room interviews he was giving us might have included someone who didn't want to be there, you know. So uh, it was, uh, yeah, that was a, I think I still got his cell phone. Darren, should we give him a, Give it a call. You might get the first exclusive. It's possible, yeah. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's been moved to minimum security and gets like a a flip phone or something. I think he gets to go from one state to the other to serve his time too. He doesn't have to stay in the same place, does he? I think he's got convicted in three states. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So he gets yeah. to then at least travel a little hmm. bit. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nevada, New Orleans. That's about as wrong. <laughs> Is it? Would you say having covered him with the Packers, Judd? Is that as wrong as this media has ever been on an athlete in history? In history? After his first year with the Vikings, he pulled me aside and thanked me because he, he recalled me from Green Bay and said, it was nice to have a familiar face here from the me- yeah. media side. And I thought, yeah, what a great guy. <laughs> what that's, a that, that's actually kind of amazing guy. that he did that. Yeah. It's amazing attention to detail. He had no idea, probably had no idea, like, what your name was, and he was just trying to make sure you know know good things about him, but. 
I think it was just how how uh, uh, bad a guy he he was that that he plotted things out. It was manip- very manipulative. Right? Yes, and I think the attention to detail was not necessarily used for good ordinarily. Yes, yeah. no. Say, uh, let me mention that the uh, our friends at Twins Daily reported yesterday briefly that a rise had been fired higher. Uh, well, I right. think they also were the first on the Vasquez, so I should say that. I think they were first on the Vasquez. Teddy, it wasn't Teddy. Teddy, okay, Teddy Schwerzler broke Teddy. the Vasquez yeah. news. But uh, was it also Teddy who broke a rise for Lopez, the pitcher. Yeah, so Twins Daily had a little mishap yesterday. They reported with enthusiasm, or they at least, uh, what's the word, Um, aggregated that Luis Arias had been traded to Miami. So I didn't read the article because they they took... Paola Lopez, Paola Lopez or something. Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. So I think what happened was, Pat, there's an MLB insider account, uh, Benjamin Dover, that's right. Uh, yeah. Ben yes. Ben Dover. Stay away from Benjamin Benjamin Dover because he was putting out bad info on everything. Well, yes. The name yeah, ben Ben Dover ben, uh, ben was duping Dover, was duping yes. everybody on oh, Twitter. Oh, so we, we stole it from Ben Dover. I think that might have been what happened. Yes. Yeah. Stay, uh, boy. You have to be careful these days. Everybody is having a great time with the media sending out. You know, leech, leech. They sent out leeches died stuff yesterday, right in the yeah. middle of the day. Bill Snyder uh, did that. Uh, former coach. He's oh, like my good friend Mike Leach is dead, and then he comes back with, "Well, he's not dead yet." Yeah, yeah. Keep praying. Yes, keep praying. Uh, I'm sure that he. But but I was telling you guys the other day, you go on YouTube and you can find all kinds of obit. Send up obit things, and Bill was explaining to me. They like the Bocelli, the great opera, you know, the great singer uh, uh, from Italy. They, you know, I was looking up to see something, and uh, you know, there was a whole two or three things on how he died and blah blah, and details of any, you know, he was in a concert that night, uh, but, but they're getting. You were telling me that they just just so they get hits. They don't correct. Care. Yeah, they're trying to build their channels and yeah, hit yeah. search, and they search get, keywords. They get somebody to sponsor who doesn't care that it's all BS. But it's uh, well, you gotta you cannot leap into anything right now. Uh, and bend over is not the way to go. Bend over. <laughs> you gotta look at you gotta look at that name before you send it over to see who's spoofing you. And now even if it's, so they, they have, they brought Twitter blue back. So you can now purchase your blue check mark again. And they do a little background check. Like you have to have an actual profile photo. So you can't just be a bot. Um, but then what they did with all of the blue check marks that they had previously, you know, that they had what, 12 years of, of blue check marks and verification. They, pay, they took them away, right? No, they left them. But when you hover over the legacy blue check marks, it just says this is a legacy verified account. It may or may not be notable. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> They're just like that was the old system. I, I, Whatever. I suppose bend over can, you know, apply check mark? One, right? Benjamin. He ben, might have ben, to show an ID, ben, but ben, who knows? Bend over can. They look at all my followers and blah blah blah. I'm a famous person. Be careful. Do not be spoofed by Bendover. That's uh, that's our uh, 
Be careful. That's our advice for the day here. Yep. All right, Pat. We got to run. We got to. Uh, we got to rank hey, the uh, the most beleaguered coordinators here. So I got to ask uh, Judd one question: How come our hockey team isn't giving up five goals a game anymore? Who do they have checking McDavid? Uh well, first of all, they Brodine came back from about a fourth game absence, which was huge. They played great last night, and the Eck line, which always does a pretty good job, uh, was outstanding. And okay. I think McDavid had, if I'm not mistaken, so they played like three times in 14 days or something, Pat. I yeah. think McDavid had one point. Yeah. The, well, so they had a hell of a job. They, even when Edmonton beat him, it was only 3-2 or something, right? Did they yeah. get an empty and 2-1 something. against that team last night, that's a hell of a yeah. win. Yeah. Just yeah. keep playing like that. They're a little better than I thought they were. I, yeah. I thought Got their was, identity. I thought it was going to be like 7-2 to two every game, the way they started off. So. All right. No, they Good played really well defensively. See ya. Thanks, Pat. Morocco. Somebody beat Morocco. I'm not rooting. They've only allowed one goal in the whole tournament so far. I know. Best defense in World Cup history. Yes. Yes. But I don't know. Come on. Who's playing him? We want uh, Messi, right? Messi, Argentina's playing him, right? Yeah, I I think so. No, Argentina's playing Croatia. Are they? I got to root for Croatia. Whatever. Go to Crote Hall today. Drink some uh, plum brandy. It'll get yourself hammered. That'll get your day started. No, no, it's a really bad idea for a Tuesday, Pat. All right. All right. Thanks, Pat. All right. See you, Pat. Um, Okay. By the way, St. Thomas Tommy's men's basketball holiday flash sale is now live. You can see the Tommy's, one of the top shooting teams in the country. $5 tickets to see the Tommy's battle Wisconsin Green Bay. And that is, if you're listening on this Tuesday, that is tonight, December 13th. That game is also on 1500 ESPN Radio, TommySports.com to buy your $5 tickets or just come to the ticket office on game day. See you guys.